Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. We are going into a new week, a fresh new week, and we are still influenced by a lot of the um, energy and the elements that we've been feeling. But this particular week is very monumental because it is solidifying a turning point in our journeys. And even though the turning points may not be in within this week, it will definitely initiate us into the turning point of where we are headed. Um, we are seeing a lot of things that will begin to play out. We will begin seeing a lot of the roots grow that we have been preparing and we've been nurturing and protecting and then we're getting ready to go into cancerian season which is all about cultivating and um, nurturing protecting soothing and further solidifying our lives when it comes to our home when it comes to our truths when it comes to our relationships when it comes to everything that we are encountering in our life and so there are a few things that are going to bring us even closer to a tipping point. And this is external as well as internal. Externally, we will see a lot of things further boil to the surface. Of course, we know that we're in a very significant time of change. We are in within the beginning stages of the in astrology age of Aquarius, which means it is all about humanity. It is all about bringing down anything that stands in the way of the all. And we're seeing that every single day. We have been seeing that since the beginning of 2020 of last year. And as I spoke to you guys about that in 2019, all through 2020, up until now, we have seen so much of these things play out in a magnitude of ways. Anything that has been built on the desperation, the dissipation, the destroying of humanity is being uprooted. And currently with the planets that we have that are in retrograde and Jupiter is getting ready to go in retrograde at the end of this week, plus Mercury is in retrograde. We have four planets that are in retrograde, four very significant planets. And as we navigate through this week, we will be reminded of one, how much work we have done, but also how much more we need to do to solidify a different type of foundation. It's a battle against authority. It's a battle against systems. It's a ballot, a ballot. Mercury, leave me alone. It is a battle against the soul of humanity and not just the soul of humanity as in the souls that are here currently It's the souls that of which the world was created on the all of the many things that have created this type of environment that we have been forced to not only live in but create ways to thrive in even if it means we die in the process 
And this week we are coming into summertime, summer solstice, a very, very big pivotal time, Juneteenth, Father's Day weekend. We have Saturn doing its thing, going against Uranus and Jupiter going into Mercury, Jupiter going into retrograde with Mercury being in retrograde as well. And even though Mercury will be going direct officially in about a week or so, it is a two week shadow period. So there will still be a lot of things that hadn't been said that couldn't have been said that will be coming out. There will be a lot of things that will be uncovered that have been hidden As we are preparing towards the full moon in Capricorn, it's going to be even more of discussions, debates, arguments and even battles against systems that have been put in place to pigeonhole and stronghold individuals. And that is not going to be an easy trying to deal with. That is not going to be something that you're going to easily be able to ignore. And it's okay because for many You need to see it again. You have to continue to see it. You have to understand that even though the sun is out and even though um, life continues to move forward, there are still very significant things that are needing to be uprooted and resolved and not skated over because we'll continue to be in this constant battle. And being that we're going into this new age of doing the world, there will definitely not be an opportunity to ignore We've had a couple months of quote unquote freedom. We had a couple months of I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not going to think about anything else. I just want things to go back to normal. The same normal that we were itching and craving and desiring to get out of in 2019. But that shows you just how much we speak about things that we say we want, but we are not prepared for. And we're not willing to go through seeing it through and That's on a global scale, but also in our personal lives. So much of what we say we want, we don't have the stamina to continue. We don't have the desire, the capacity to hold it. And it's much like when you think about the eagle and the hawk, they're both very powerful birds. They're both from the same species of family. However, They're very different in the capacity in which they soar. The size is different. The things they feed on are different. The vision that they have is different. And when we are in this space where we are constantly, constantly trying to cultivate a new experience of life and a new way of living and a new foundation of our homes, As you evolve and as you grow, you have to be able to see it from a different space. What is best for your home now could be significantly different from what was best for them then. And what is best for your health now is significantly different than what you are accustomed to then. So you have to hone in on the focus and you have to hone in on the change and you have to hone in on the capabilities to evolve within your own constraints, within your own capability, your own ability to do so. This means allowing yourself 
to go through the motions at times. This means allowing yourself to acknowledge the part that you may play in going through a lot of the things that you face every single day and staying disciplined to see it through, but also knowing when it's time to change course. You cannot and will not be able to move the way you've always moved because the climate has changed. And we as a culture of humanity, as of people, so much of how we evolve is is very much so a fight in itself because people like to stay in spaces that are comfortable because they do not like change, but change is inevitable. We cannot evolve. We can't evolve as a parent. We can't evolve as a spouse. We can't evolve as an individual. We can't evolve in our careers. We can't evolve in our business. We can't evolve in, as a space in society without truly being able to grasp the truth of change. So you're going to see socially and economically and globally that there are going to be even more battles even more changes, even more shifts, even more aha moments, even more of the battle against the systems and the values and the core beliefs of so many things. And naturally, that's going to cause a bit of confusion for some. It's going to cause a lot of chaos. It's going to cause a lot of distance. It's going to cause a lot of despair when it comes to what you are accustomed to, because a lot of people are comfortable dealing with the abyss. And for the last year or so, they weren't able to process an illusion. They had to face the reality. And a lot of people hate that. And that's why you can see people in the even in the midst of the same struggle, there's still a sense of superiority because you just Feel like you're different than you're better than. And, and this is God's way of saying, you know what? Whatever I have to continue to do. To show you you're not in control, I will. And when that happens, it affects you in so many ways because your ego is crushed. Your pride is crushed. You're embarrassed. You're isolated. Your spirit is, is shot down. Because you realize you're not in control. You as an individual are not more powerful than the most high. You as an individual are not more powerful than the divine order of your life. You do not control what is going to happen. Because you are not in control of anything. And there's so much power in the knowing of that because we know we don't control the world, right? We can say that and just, oh, I don't control the world. No, no, no. But you really don't control the world. You can't change a person's heart. You can't change a person's mind. You can't coerce, convince or convey your point across to a, a place where you can just miraculously make and force someone to be and do and say what you would like for them to be and do and say. It's not within your control. But one thing we can do is integrate the focus back into what really matters, which is our lives, our world, what we are connected to, how we show up in those spaces, 
because that is what influences the person that you're interacting with. That is what influences the heart that you're connected to. That is what influences the space that you frequent. You, how you show up, how you are able to persevere, how you are able to stand in your authenticity, how you have agency over yourself, not someone who is easily manipulated and easily tainted and easily forced into any situation in their life. Someone who is refusing to be anything other than their authentic self, not going along with the crowd. I always, always question myself. When I feel like I'm surrounded by too much of the same. Because that's not where I'm supposed to be. When you understand the purpose that you play, you understand your lane and your alignment. And you understand when your lane is crowded, it's possibly because Either you haven't used your agency and authority to move those that shouldn't be your lane out or because you're in the wrong lane in itself. And that takes a lot of intentional knowing of thyself. You don't have to, as I stated in the episode from Saturday, you don't have to debate, argue or create, you know, any type of fear in a person when you're standing in your truth, you are just being your truth. And whatever they take from that is not your issue, not your purpose. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. And you can't take on their issue. So as we're going into this week, one of the main focuses that we should have is how am I showing up? What are my intentions for this week? And how am I allowing myself to get off course? And why? Why am I irritated that this person is talking to me? Why am I frustrated that these people can't comprehend what I'm saying to them? When you understand that you're in a lane, you also understand that the way that you communicate is different. The versatility of that is important. When you realize that you you're not going to be easily digestible for everyone that interacts with you. You're okay with that because you have agency over yourself. You can't control that. What you can control is how you show up. You show up with a sense of grace. You show up with a sense of pride. You show up with a sense of silent authority because a really true confident person and a really true, a really uh, attuned person and a person who is truly in control of their agency doesn't force it, doesn't have to convince anyone to believe it because it just is. So you're going through this week and you're trying to figure out what is it that I am needing to know about myself? What is it that I am needing to show up as within myself that is going to keep me aligned with where I'm headed? Because every interaction is temporary. Everything that is happening right now is temporary. But it all creates a ripple effect to the overall picture. And when you show up with that type of spirit and that type of energy and that type of attitude, it helps you as you're navigating through the rest of your day, the rest of your week, because you're sure of where it is that you are, what it is that you stand. When you go into any situation with clarity of self, 
you don't have an issue obtaining clarity from the external because anything that's unclear to you is not something you're indulging in. Anything that creates confusion within you, you're not participating in. But that only comes with the self-assurance of knowing who you are. I don't need to argue with you. I don't need to debate with you. I don't need to try to convince you. I don't have to answer to you. I'm being clear. Whether that be how you're communicating with something. And I always tell people, a lot of people, most people in life don't know how to communicate. They think that they're communicating very well, but they're not at all. They're very vague. They're not very confident in what they're saying. They don't provide resources for follow up and they do not know how to engage in a community in, in a conversation that allows the communication to be clear. With whatever it is that you're saying, there should always be clarity on who, what, when, why and where. Once you have that understood, then your conversations flow much easier. I don't need to debate with you what the who is because the who is what the who is. I don't need to debate with you where this is happening because this is the resources and these are the avenues in which you can find further research for what I am saying. I don't need to tell you the where, the why and the how, because this is all outlined in the conversation. I don't need to continue to go back and forth about something that just simply is. A lot of people walk into situations feeling like they need to know it all. They need to say it all. They need to be it all. And they aren't even the bare minimum. You can sound intelligent without being an intellectual. You can sound very educated without having any knowledge of what you're speaking about. There's a different type of aura that comes from when a person truly knows something and a person truly understands the depth in which they've gone to understand something. So I don't have to convey that in a convincing way to anyone. Either you're going to hear it and choose to research and educate yourself further because of that or you're not. But either way, I'm done when I fully explain what I needed to explain. And that's what happens when you release the idea of having to be in control of another person's reaction, another person's uh, understanding. You don't you don't need to do that to yourself because this isn't what is important. And as we're going into this week and things begin to happen and things begin to stir you up and you begin to get a bit emotional and, and you begin to um, find yourself off kilter. Will yourself back in and check your alignment. This doesn't mean that you're not going to feel a certain way about things. This doesn't mean that you're not going to feel like you're just being mistreated or not treated right. But when you have an agency over yourself, then you control what you allow further and how you react to what's happening now. Holding your tongue back. To keep the peace in situations that have caused you a certain amount of distress does no one any good, especially you. And then you have to ask yourself, what does that say about who I say I am? You you your agency is your agency in any environment you are in. There is a way to convey that agency, but it's still your agency. Either you have it or you don't. And if you don't have it, someone else does. 
And that means that they can puppet you. They can use you. They can decide how to distribute you based on their need of you. And then you're discarded. But again, you have the power over your own agency if you want it. If you understand the value in having it. But that's something only that comes from within. No one else can give that to you. No one else can say to you that this is what I'm not going to allow. This is what she's not going to allow. This is what he's not going to allow to happen. No. No. This is what I'm not going to allow to happen to me. This is why I feel the way I feel because of how you said what you said to me. And one of my favorite things to say, especially when I'm in corporate America and things are, um, you know, microaggression, whatever, whatever. I, I, I speak on things at that moment. At that moment, I speak on it. I do not allow myself to leave a situation and carry that home with me. And I used to do that. Not anymore. I don't care if you feel like I'm always saying something. I don't care. I do not care because there's not a false confidence in having agency over yourself. You can be as humble. You can be as team oriented. You can be as understanding as you desire. But when it comes to illustrating my space in a way that I feel is disrespectful, that I'm going to say something, I'm going to stop it because what you do not speak on, you allow. And who do you hold accountable accountable for things you don't speak on? No one but yourself. So I always say, you know, if you're OK speaking to me that way. And if you would be OK, if I spoke to you the exact way you spoke to me. If you would find that disrespectful, I would suggest the tone of the conversation. I would suggest the topic of a conversation. I would suggest the dialogue that we're having changes because I'm no longer giving you anything other than what you give me. And I don't care about titles. I don't care about any type of superiority. I'm not that girl. And I've been in corporate America, moved around, grown a lot in 17 years. And I'll tell you one thing, I'm still the same person, just a bit evolved than I was when I started in. You're not going to disrespect. I'm accustomed to being the only. I'm the I'm accustomed to being the youngest, but I'm also accustomed to being the most educated. I'm accustomed to being the most intellectual, the one who's more diverse, the one who's more well studied. I am accustomed to those scenes and those scenarios. And it's OK, because that is what corporate is. It doesn't need too many of me because it doesn't know how to cultivate an experience with that. Unless it needs that for percentage wise. So as you're walking into any situation and any any situation, you have to be able to communicate in a way that does not leave you in tears. That does not leave you feeling like you've left the part of you at that table. When I get up from any table that I frequent, if I've gotten up from that table, you can best believe nothing of me is left there. But the impact that I made. But nothing else is left behind because I'm taking all of me. You don't pick apart and pull apart and choose a part that you want to keep. All of me is coming with me. 
And that's when you have agency over yourself. That's when you have a desire to know who I am and standing in. You have to protect yourself. And when you carry yourself that way, it creates an environment of others to support that. It creates an environment of other things to grow from that. And that's where you need to go. And as we're getting ready to prepare for the summer solstice, it's going to be even more of an understanding of where you're needing to do more of that and where you have lacked doing that. This isn't about being mild and meek. This is about your life. This is about integrity. This is about cultivating an experience that really exemplifies and exudes who you are in any environment that you're in, period. A lot of people miss that part when they're chasing their goals and they're creating their goals and they're creating their vision of their dreams. The core foundation, the the most important, intricate details are completely void. And that is why it never, ever fully gets to where it's needing to get or where it has the potential to get because that foundation, people are in the middle of their of their success, having to go back and rebuild parts that they're hoping doesn't destroy the the whole environment but that's not how it works you don't get to dig up roots replace and replenish and cover everything back up and nothing is affected that's not how it happens because soon you'll realize that those missing links were very significant to the growth of this whatever it is that you're trying to evolve and grow and you realize just how fragile the end result has been just how intolerable The end result has been and just how it can't continue to evolve that way. And that's in your relationship. That's in your family. That's in your career. That's in your individual lives, your health. And as we're going into this week, we are still under the new moon solar eclipse in Gemini and that energy is going to not just that one, but the lunar eclipse that happened in Sagittarius also definitely going to be feeling that until next eclipse cycle, which is happening at the end of the year. So for the next six months, um, we're going to be seeing how this what has been hidden, what has been exposed, what has been underneath the radar that we haven't been paying attention to, but has been there all the time. In our lives and external, we're going to begin to see even more of that, especially when we have so much happening. When Jupiter goes into retrograde and it's in Pisces and then it's going to go back into Aquarius, we're going to see it revisit parts of our lives and parts of the world that were hidden behind falsehoods, that were hidden behind, you know, deceit and lies and manipulation and spiritual um, incompetence and neglect and abandonment is going to show you moments of where, oh, maybe I've missed these opportunities and let me revisit these opportunities. Let me go in. Oh, this money was a, was granted to you, but you never got it. So here's your wind flow. These are all the things. It doesn't always mean bad when you're going into retrograde. It means we're re- revisiting what we have already surpassed. Or what we thought we have surpassed. So in our lives, we're going back, we're rethinking, we're looking at the love, the the embodiment of spirituality, what it what we believe it is and what it means to us and how we can cultivate a better experience in our home with this and how we can encompass, you know, 
encompass this in our lives every single day. Everything that Jupiter touches, it expands on. And now it's going to expand our knowledge in ourself, expand our knowledge of what we see in the world, learn to be quiet and observe so that you can make decisions that are based on consciousness opposed to um, force and just an abundance of energy that you feel is pushing you to be reckless. This is about being very strategic in your approach of how you learn, how you indulge, how you process, being very sure about your beliefs when it comes to your family, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to what you're needing to cultivate a a stable environment for everything that's connected to you. You're going to find that within cancer season, you're going to want to go within. You're going to need to be close. You're going to need to be in a space that feels stable and secure. You're going to feel like, yes, the sun is out, but I want to do things with people I really love. I want to be around people that really care for me. I don't have the energy or the patience to be around fake energy or energy that just doesn't align with who I am and where I am now. And if you're being very honest, it never aligned with you in the first place, but you did it because you felt like you needed to. You didn't want to push any envelopes. What envelopes am I pushing by being true to myself? If any envelope is pushed because I am being true to myself, then that is an envelope I didn't need to even have in my space. This is about surpassing your fears of being judged, surpassing your fears of feeling inadequate and isolated. This is about not choosing To be honest with yourself because you are not wanting to make someone angry. You're not wanting to make someone frustrated. You're not wanting to make someone upset. Um, Hey, that's going to happen. And if you're so upset that we don't speak again, we don't speak again. If you're so upset that you don't want to talk to me anymore, then don't talk to me. If you're so upset that you don't want me to be here in this company doing this, that's okay. Because wherever I am going, whatever door has closed, a new door has opened and I'm ready to go within it, whatever that looks like. Because I've taken agency back. When you take your agency back, you're not afraid of what that looks like and means for anyone else. You are truly okay with what happens. Because you're okay with self. That's new moon solar eclipse is all about learning how to reevaluate and improve your communication. Learn how to listen more, knowing how to enjoy that other people are individuals and you don't have to push pry or convince anyone to take on yours. Your individualistic ideas, they are on their own journey. This is about evolving. You're not searching always for the answer. You're okay with not knowing because it's a sense of maturity that comes from waiting for the answer to appear once you've done what you needed to do, which is be aligned with where the ins- with the- where the answer lies. This is taking your agency back when it comes to how you process your processing of information that you get. You know, taking in different things, listening and and just being a part of everything just because that's what you think is needed or necessary. That is not what this time is for. And it's going to show you in spaces where you should be listening more. 
where you've sabotaged because you choose not to, because you think you know it all, because you want to know it all, because you are the person people come to. Doesn't mean that you always have to provide answers for what is needing to be said. This is about helping people get to where they're needing to be so that they can align with the truth for themselves. So for a lot of people, they've chosen to step back. I'm just stepping back and letting you find it on your own because I've done and I've said and I've poured all I can. Now it is time for you to choose to find more for yourself or wait until it comes to you. When we think about Gemini being in Gemini season, we we think about Gemini being associated with the superficial idea of friendship, superficial um way of communicating because it's so dual, it's so mutable. It doesn't really have a hard stance on much because it is a friendly energy. It's a childlike energy, but this is also where it is requiring us to dig a little deeper and understand that just because something is lighthearted and something is mutable and something is very highly energetic and doesn't have a hard stance doesn't mean that we can't learn something from that type of space. You still are processing information, even in the midst of the mutality. You are still in a space of where you are able to communicate in a dual way because you can appreciate the duality of that energy. It doesn't mean it has to be a negative. The Gemini energy of the solar eclipse was giving us a chance to make very pivotal essential changes in our lives that are going to benefit us beyond this eclipse cycle. What did you need to pay more attention to in your life? What system have you created in your life that needs a fundamental change? What is it that you're wanting to redo and restart and create a new way of sustaining? What is it? that you are desiring to do that you haven't done? Or what is it that you need to put it into that you refuse because you are afraid of what lies after that? This is being called to give up something in order to move forward to the new chapter that is unraveling in your life. Are you prepared for that? Because as the summer solstice comes, we're often afraid of, seeing beyond the sunlight. And one thing is for sure is even though the sun is beautiful, even though it's nice and warm, even though people want to be out and party, a lot of people are kicking it and hanging out and and being amongst people that really do not have the best interest for them at heart. And a lot of people are okay just as long as they're in company of something and someone without recognizing how detrimental that will be for you going forward. This is about diversifying your life. Gemini season made us feel more social, made us feel, you know, like we are so much smarter. We have so much, you know, knowledge. Everything is at our hands and our fingertips. And we're able to be so curious and childlike and free under this energy. But then you have to understand that even though things feel lighter, Underneath the surface, it's not. It's still very much so things that need to be uprooted and changed. And that's going to still happen. It hasn't stopped. It's just this illusion, this Neptunian effect of 
not being clear. This can make your choices unreliable. This can make your sense of self uncertain. And it's a very interesting space to be in. So as we're going through this week and we're wrestling with perceptions and we're wrestling with expectations and we're trying to see our path and find comfort in the past and growing and moving forward and choosing to grow in a different way, it's motivating us to begin new beginnings. And for some, it's causing a bit of sadness because you're choosing to stay in circumstances that really don't feed you. But if you think back, from June of 2020 and to December of 2021, well, December 2021 will be eclipse season beginning. June of 2020, there was a separate eclipse cycle. What has changed between the, the eclipse cycle of June 2020 to this cycle in June 2021? What have you felt? What has changed? What has significantly impacted your life that has completely uprooted how you were before? Because the eclipse cycle in June of 2020 was also Gemini and Sagittarius. It's furthering the prompt to improve the change of our communication, how we travel, how we are diversifying capabilities and access. All of these things are coming up in this week. We're going to see that, especially when we're having Saturn squaring Uranus in Taurus. Saturn and Aquarius and then going against Uranus and Taurus. This is the second of three of these conjunctions and these squares. The first one happened in February of this year. And we started to see things bubble. We started to see things come to the top. And yet here we are again at the second one. And what we were not paying attention to then will definitely be brought up during this one. And it's going to last and it's going to put us into that third axle, which will be in December, day before Christmas catapulting us to the 2022 year. This is going to be a budding tension experienced when it comes to our needs for freedom, spontaneity within the constraints that we have, you know, and we're clashing. There's this need for structure and stability, but people not wanting to really adhere to what's required to access and be a part of that stability. It's a lot that is happening and a lot that is occurring externally to our lives. And ideally, we can find creative ways to grow in this, right? We can create better ways to find peace in this. We can find ways to diverge our needs and our wants within the chaos, but Sometimes the rules and limitations can feel more challenging to tolerate and not even that they're challenging to tolerate is that people are just set against tolerating it. And it comes to this space where there's no real lines drawn. So the boundaries are are crossed and life is really chaotic because it's like a barbarian type of living, right? Everyone is just doing whatever to whomever, however they choose. There's no consequences. There's no set rules. There's no set of ways of behaving. And this is where there's this battle 
People are arguing in their families. People are arguing in their homes. People are at, you know, this this on the edge of their seats when it comes to things that are happening external to them because there is no sense of agency. There is no sense of protecting your peace and protecting what matters and valuing what matters and choosing what matters and what battles are worth the fight. People are just losing their sense of self. And oftentimes in those instances, instead of pulling back, most people still want to further assert their individuality, their freedom, their originality, ways of thinking. They're, they tend to undermine the feeling and groundedness of security and everyone else around them. They don't care. It's about me. It's about what I want. It's about what's best for me. It's about what I think. It's about what I need. And the whole time creating more and more and more and more confusion and the sense of not wanting to conform to something and even though much of it is an illusion of conformity, it's just structure that is being rebuilt and needing to be built. You cannot just go at it however you want. That's not the way of the world. That's not the way of any world. That's not a way of civilization. But that's what we're going to see. Sudden with Uranus in Taurus are sudden unexpected changes when it comes to the aesthetic of things, sudden unexpected changes when it comes to finances, when it comes to anything that affects your stability, when it comes to anything that has to do with relationships, it could be turning points for some, it could be starting points for some, it could be just so much happening at one time. And then the full moon in Capricorn occurs on the 24th. And it's like, we're releasing anything that goes against anything that I value. But if you're not set on what you're valuing, and if you're not set on what it is that you truly value, then everything can be destroyed. And even the parts that you chose, you, you wanted to keep. So. This is not a time to be so laxed that you relinqu relinquish your right to your own set of stability, your own set of peace, your own set of prosperity, your goals, your your joy, your love, your happiness, your peace. All of that is needed because at the end of the day, it is about your mind. It is about your body. It is about your health. It is about your world that you live in, but also the world in which you're cultivating. So the most important thing is to create a space of stability and peace and happiness and sanity for those of which you're connected to. Starting with you first. Adjusting the plans if needed. Creating a balance between innovation and, and the convention of ways that have been. This is about understanding that setbacks are temporary and most times anything that is a pause is creating a new diversion to something better. And you have to believe that and you have to know that and you have to desire that for yourself and choose to focus on that. Because otherwise, the elevated frustrations related to the differences in opinions and the problematic energy that we're going to feel from people bucking systems and blocking progress is going to lead to more delays. It's going to lead to more delays. You're going to find that during this time, most people are, are not reliable, not because they, you're choosing to be, but because they can't be because they're trying to tend to their own. And that's something you must respect because you, too, should be doing the same. 
You too should be focusing on what's most important. Understand that there's a lot of unusual things that are occurring and there are a lot of changes and shifts that are happening. And there are a lot of things that are happening that are causing us to look more within. And you could feel like it's very 2020 ish. Right. But most of it is because 2020 is a year. It's gone. But the substantial impact of the beginning of what 2020 meant is still going to be with us until at least 2023, 24. So we're going to have to understand that. And we're going to have to finally learn to adapt to that and, and create and cultivate within that so that we can be the better version of ourselves going forward. That's what's going to require our time. Period. So while there will be a lot of things happening and while we may feel a lot of tensions rising, it's important to understand that you're the heir. You're the heir. You are the heir of hope, harmony and healing. And within your space, there are hawks, there are eagles, there are chickens, pigeons, and even though the hawk and the eagle are very similar, they're very, very, very different. You have to understand the energy in which you are and where you are able and capable of taking that 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 is attached to you. How far can you soar? What is your true capacity? How has your insight changed and shifted and what are your capabilities in doing so? And how can you apply that and make sure that it is in the roots? That's why the, the hawk is very necessary because the hawk is able to go lower. The hawk is able to reach spaces that the eagle can't and vice versa. So you have to be able to utilize the different aspects within the constraints that you have. This week, choose that. Choose you, choose that. And prepare yourself. More importantly. For what it is that you are divinely ordained to have. Trust in your capability to do that. Choose you. Disconnect from the noise. Disconnect from the noise. You can't do. This is one thing you realize when you are in alignment. And you trust your spirit. You realize that there are things that you just can't do anymore. There are things that you can't do right now. There are things I can't people I can't interact with right now. There are things I can't watch right now. There, there are music I can't listen to right now. There is a lot that I can't do right now because of where I am and where I am is necessary for me to remain in alignment to where I am headed. And because I'm on that path. I cannot divert from that because it will distract me and it'll disconnect me from where it is I'm needing to go. And you can't afford to do that when you got so much counting on you to continue on. You just can't. And I know, I know, I know. Oh, but it's summertime and I just want to listen. I'm a summer baby. My birthday is in the, the dead beginning of summer. 
but my agency and my ordained path is so much more important than belonging to a group of anything that doesn't feed fuel and create a sense of focus for that. And so I don't feel any way about it. And that's what happens when you become aligned. And then you realize that you have people who don't question that. You have people who support that. You have people who, too, are on their path and, and trying to be in their alignment. And they take from what you're doing as an inspiration to do it for themselves. And that's how you build a village. That, that's how you build a tribe. That's how you cultivate a safe place for like-mindedness. And that's what this week is bringing towards us. The opportunity to choose. The opportunity to choose. Authentically. Not because of pressure. Not because of fear. Not because of insecurity. Not because of obligation. But I'm choosing it because I know it's right. I'm choosing it because it, it just... I need to choose that because it is divinely ordained. Okay. So this week, I want you to protect your spirit, protect your mind, set your intentions for what it is you are needing to focus on. And when you find yourself getting off track, figure out a way that can pull you back into your alignment, whether that be a specific song, whether that be a specific mantra, whether that be a specific uh, sound, whether that be a certain movement, whether that be speaking to a certain person, whatever it is that you're needing to do to get yourself back into the alignment you are supposed to be in, be there because you don't want to be out of alignment when everything begins to happen and you're trying to scramble your way back to a space that you've already diverted from. Okay. This is a very, very important thing because no matter what is happening externally, you are the only common denominator in everything that you're attached to and how it affects you affects everything else. Okay, so I love you guys. Thank you so much for your love. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything. Everything. And I thank you for allowing me to continue to be used as a vessel for you. Um, I don't take this lightly. Never have. And I never will. You guys are incredible. I love reading your testimonies. I love reading your uh, thoughts about how I've assisted you in your journey. I love to hear from you because it's a reminder of just where God is in my life and, and where he always has been and why being obedient to that voice is significant in my existence and I'm grateful for that and I'll never take that lightly okay so I love you guys I want you to have an incredible week an incredible week walk with your head high your vibrations high your spirit high know who you are whose you are and where you belong and never question that your authentic truth is your greatest prize remember that until our next daily dose of energy. I love your freaking souls. Bye.